Hello and welcome to Define You Radio Classes and Session, where you get the tips, strategies, and life lessons from those who have defined their life. I am your host, the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin Wallace. Make sure you follow and connect with the show on Define You Radio's Facebook page for updates and more. It is December, so you guys know we are doing two live shows and two not live shows. So if you're you're not going to catch it live, basically, this, this show or another very important show I'm doing this month because it's December. It's the end of the year. We need to breathe and plan and get 2018 in basically planned out as much as possible. I hope you guys have done your vision boards already. I'm doing this whole 18 before 2018 thing. And if you are part of Define You Movement, which is my group on Facebook, you know what the 18 before 2018 is. If not, that means that you need to go on over to Facebook and join Define You Movement, which is my group. So with that being said, this month's series I am so excited about because guess what? We're doing a countdown to 2K18 or 2018, depends on how you want to say it. Tonight we are discussing Countdown to Transformation with the beautiful, phenomenal Adele Bramage. Even her name just tells you, kind of give you an idea how phenomenal she is. So with that being said, let's go ahead and welcome Adele to the show. Hey, Adele, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for such a beautiful introduction. No, thank you so much for for being on the show. I'm really excited to talk to you as we get prepared for 2018. So let me ask you, well, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience first, and then I'm just going to kind of dive in. So why don't you tell the audience a little bit about you? Right, okay. So I'm a transformational life coach and business coach. I'm a writer, and I'm an inspirational speaker. And I have a mission in life, and that is to help as many women and as many visionary-leading men to gain clarity on what their current mindset is producing for them and how they can easily change it. I also am really, really um, passionate, uh, care passionately about women having self-love having some confidence and having an unshakable self-belief so they don't feel stuck, they don't play small, and they do life on their terms. I really, really like to challenge any clients I work with to help them to acquire a mindset that sets them up for sustainable results and propels them forward to achieve the goals because Sometimes in life, you know, you have the same goals and you have them for years and nothing seems to change. So I'm, I'm, I'm really big on helping people change the thinking, change the beliefs that actually will help them to take back the control of their life, get clear and give themselves permission to be visible and dare to dream. I, I love that. I love everything you're about and what you do because it's so important 
for us to believe in ourselves and move forward. So let me ask you this. As you help people change their mindset so they could, you know, get some stuff done, do you do vision boards? Like what, what's your feeling about vision boards? I think vision boards are absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant, because there's many different ways you can do this. But anything that, that, that keeps it at the forefront of your mind, actually where you're, where you're aiming to go, has to be a plus. Because I think in life sometimes, I always tell clients, I always tell people I talk to and when I'm speaking, that you have to start with the end in mind. Because there is no way you would ever step out of your house to start on a journey and not know what the end of that journey was. And life is a bit like that. You have to start with the end in mind. And sometimes when you're on that journey, there, a road may be short and you have to take a detour. But you always come back onto the road you're meant to be on to get to your end results. And that's a bit like your life. So... Having a vision board helps you stay there because in life things happen, challenges happen to all of us, and you could be taken off your road. But providing you have something at the forefront telling you, pulling you towards the goals that you actually want to achieve in your life, then you have some more clarity, you have some focus, and it's a focus that helps you get where you need to be. I love Love that. And I, to me, um, doing a, a vision board, and I started doing them years ago, but doing a, doing a vision board definitely gave me clarity and it gave me hope, you yeah. know, because it was like if I could, if it exists, I could get there. And I wasn't a hundred, I tell people I'm not the confident woman that they see or know or whatever today, um, it was a process mentally. So I had to, I didn't actually believe in, in me and my capabilities, but the one thing I believed was that if I could see it, I could get there. And from that is how I built my confidence on who and, I am. And that's, that's- that's absolutely perfect because you would not be given a thought in your mind unless you could achieve it. And I know you know this, but everything starts from the inside. You see, sometimes what people do is they change life from the outside. They change the external. They change the environment. But actually, if you really want to create massive change in your life, you have to look at the inside first because once you've looked at the inside and you've changed the inside, you'll think different thoughts, you'll believe different things, you'll take different actions, and the external, your world, your current reality, it has to change. Exactly, exactly. And a lot of people, like you said, they don't know um, that you do have to work on your inside. You, in order for it to last and for it to be effective, you, you have to work on, on your inside. But a lot of times people have 
things that are holding them back, you know, and, and especially as women, but I know men deal with it too. We don't trust ourselves. We don't know ourselves. We have so much junk going on on the inside of us that we can't even think about having a future. So how can people get clear about what is holding them back? Like how do you figure that part out? I guess I guess sometimes I like to call them mind weeds because they're like me they're like weeds in your garden, all the limiting beliefs that you hold on to and they strangle all the good stuff. They create doubt within you, like I can't do that, I'm too stupid, I'm not enough, I'm too fat, I'm never going to get that job, nobody's ever going to love me. They create lots and lots of different doubts and you believe the doubts more than you believe what actually you're capable of. And sometimes, because they're so well hidden in your subconscious mind, you don't even know they're there. But if you find that you're repeating the same pattern, because we all have patterns of behavior. We all have a certain way of doing things. And if you look back on your life and you haven't created the results that you want, then some of the behavior will have changed over the years, but it's almost like pecking at the edges. You haven't really changed enough internally to create the external results that you want to see in your life. So I generally start by helping clients to look at the beliefs that they hold. Because if you look at the beliefs that you hold, you can really start to unpack where some of the thoughts and the emotions that you're feeling on a daily basis come from. So let me give you an example. Lots of people think that life is hard. And if you hold that belief, then one of the things that you get is a life that's full of struggle a life that's full of challenges. But actually, if you ask yourself, is that the truth? Now, people defend the beliefs that they hold, even if the beliefs are lies. And the belief that life is hard is a lie. It's hard because that's the vibration that you put out there, because that's the thoughts you think because that's the emotions you feel. And everything that you put out into the universe comes back to you. It matches with something that's out there, and it comes back to you. Henry Ford said, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And this is exactly that principle in action. Because if you think life is hard, you'll get a hard life. You'll get struggled. You'll get challenged. If you think that life is happy and uh, it's full of joy and it's full of good experiences and it's full of good people and beautiful things keep happening to you, that's what you'll attract into your life. So starting to unpack the beliefs that you really hold, and we all hold so many about so many different areas, every area of our life. If you start to unpack them, you can then start to say, ah, yeah, I get, I get why I think them thoughts, so change the thought. If you change the thought, you'll change the emotion. If you change the emotion, you'll change what you vibrate out there, and you'll change the results that will come back to you in your life. That, you know what, that is so 
true everything everything you just said. And it reminded me of a quote that I saw on Instagram, I think or somewhere. It says, um, you thought it was hard, so it was. Yeah, exactly. So, and I was like, of course I had to read it like a couple of times for it to make sense, but it's true. If you go into things in life thinking it's hard or impossible or whatever, it truly will be. And I love that you said, um, you know, about what we put out there. It, what you put out there is drawn to you like a magnet. I do believe that. Um, it definitely is, definitely is. And people aren't, you know, if you, like <laughs> some women will say, there's no good men out there. So, of course, everything that they draw to them are the men that aren't any good because you put it, you know, you put it out there. Because actually and, all that's happening is that you're getting back what the universe thinks you want. It doesn't, it right. doesn't say, it doesn't say, oh, she doesn't actually want that. What she wants is a good man. It goes, this is what she's asked for. This is what we'll give her. Right. So, so right. the thing, the trick is, most people focus on the things they don't want more than the things they do. You spend your day worrying you haven't got enough money. You spend your day worrying I'm too fat, things don't fit. You spend your day thinking nobody's ever going to love me. And the more you focus on that, the more you'll attract that in your life. And the trick is to, is to turn the gauge so that you start to focus on things that actually make you feel better. So one of the things I tell my clients when I speak to them is I say, I don't want you to look for a positive. Because sometimes if you're feeling sad and if you're feeling alone and if you're feeling like this world sucks, then actually going from that to being really happy, gay, and positive is a big jump. But if you can find a better feeling thought, so something, anything that makes you feel just a little bit better from where you are, then you can find another thought and another thought and another thought until you move in a better direction. Because any time you can feel a little bit better within yourself, you're actually going to be attracting that to you. And that's, that's what's going to help you create the life or the business that you actually want. That, that is so true. And um, I recently, and I can't remember where, but I recently heard that because a lot of times we focus on what we don't want. I don't want this to happen. I don't want this. I don't want that. But like you said, um, the universe is not going to flip it around. God is not going to flip it around and say, okay, this, you know, so we have to speak and think about what we do want versus what we don't want. So that was a, a very powerful statement that I think a, a lot of people definitely need to focus on. What do you want? Not what you don't want. You know, kind of like when um when I ask my, my husband or my son, you know, what do you guys want to eat for dinner? I'm asking him, what do you want? Not what you don't want, because that's not going to help me get to, no. you know, dinner. So... Let me ask you this. You, you, are, you have so much great advice that I hope people are truly taking um, notes 
you know, because it is classes in session, to really learn how to do that inner work to get the outer results. If you think about that, your life as the whole mm-hmm. picture, when in your life did you feel held back? Okay, so um, for 22 years of my life, I was actually in an abusive relationship. And I wanted, I've always had really big plans for my life. But for a long time of my life, well, 22 years of my life, uh, more than that actually, because when I left, I left thinking that, wow, that's the end of that. But actually that was just the beginning of a whole new chapter of me kind of treading through a heck of a lot of muck to figure out who I was and what I wanted. So I, I guess I felt held back while I was in that relationship. And it wasn't, it was because I wasn't valued. It was because I didn't feel enough. It was because of the abuse, the violence. Um, I, I didn't have any confidence in myself. And I started off in life a really confident young lady. I started off knowing who I was, knowing what I wanted, and I got into this relationship. It was actually the very first relationship I'd ever had in my life. And within a couple of years of this relationship, I had no idea who I was. Um, And it took a long time for me to, to figure out while I was in this relationship, that the love wasn't enough. I came into this relationship thinking if I, if I love him like this and if I stick around and if I'm this and if I'm that, everything will work out, and it, it didn't work out. All that happened was that I lost me. I lost who I was. I lost what I wanted. I always even throughout all of this, so kind of thought in the back of my mind, God didn't put me on this earth to be hurt like this. I just know that. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know why this is happening. But I just know that this this isn't why I'm here. And it took me, well, it's taken me a long time. I left that relationship 17 years ago. And it's taken me an awful long time to figure out actually why I'm here. Um, and what I do believe and what I do want. And I guess I got into my 50s before I actually loved myself, before I could actually really, really say to myself, wow, I love you, and you're a really nice person, and I value you. And I think sometimes in life women particularly get to a place in life where they don't value themselves, they don't think they're enough and they definitely don't love themselves enough and I think that's sad because I know that the minute I started to love myself and value myself and and see my worth was it was a game changer it was the day that I started to create really good results within my life so I guess the thing that held me back was um Poor choices, because 
Even though I was in this relationship for a long time, I never for one moment blamed my ex-husband for all of this because throughout all of this I had a choice. And my choice was to leave. And the reason I didn't leave was because I had all of these weeds in my head saying, well, if you leave, no one else will love you. And if you leave, you'll never get a job. And if you leave, what will you do with your life? And if you leave, you'll have no money. And, and the list went on. And so somehow I convinced myself that staying was a better option than leaving. So I don't for one minute say it's all his fault. What I say is I have to take ownership of my life. And I always had a choice. I just chose poorly. Let me, that was, thank you for that honesty and transparency because I know a lot of, you know, people that have been or are currently in abusive relationships, even if it's not physical, it's, you know, emotional or financial or any, any other thing. And... You know, my listeners know that because I've shared the story of, you know, me being in a domestic violence situation. And the one thing I get asked all the time, like, what was that moment you knew you you had to leave? So I'll ask you that question. Like, what was that moment, that, that thing that you knew, I got to go? Yeah, well, for 10 years before I left, I kind of knew I was leaving, but it took me 10 years. And the defining moment was I came home from work one day and there was um, some mail for me. And my ex-husband was um, very jealous. And my youngest daughter at the time was about um, 12. And she'd been messing with the envelopes and she put an envelope that was addressed to me underneath all the other envelopes. And my ex-husband said, "Um, you're seeing somebody else? I said, no. He said, what's that letter about? I said, I haven't opened it yet. He said, you're hiding it from me. I said, I'm not. He said, it was on the top. I said, I haven't touched it. And he threw everything on the floor. And as I was picking things up, this voice inside me said, tell him you're leaving. And I found myself saying the words, I've had enough, I'm going, I'm leaving. And as I was saying the words, it was almost like I was hearing the words for the first time. And I couldn't believe I was actually saying them because fear, the fear of leaving had kept me where I was for a long time because I thought if I go, he'll kill me. I'll be dead. My children will have no mother. And I heard myself saying these words and thought, the more I heard myself saying them, the more I thought, no, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And I got braver and braver. And I stood up and I said, I'm, I'm leaving. And he said, yeah, sure. And I said, I'm going to find a place tomorrow. And that's exactly what I did. But for 10 years before that, I'd been leaving, but never, ever left. Wow. I think that that's like, that's, 
powerful because I think a lot of times um, people are looking for that one big thing, that one, you know, that one big thing and they, they walk out or decide to change their life or whatever. And I believe sometimes, you know, sometimes it is like a, a, a big thing ha- that happens in your life or in this case in your relationship that makes you say something has got to change. But sometimes it's that little that little thing, that little moment, a moment you could, may consider little at the time, but it's huge. And I believe that it, it was because you voiced it. You voiced it and you believed it. Sometimes our, our, our voice will, will do more than we give it credit for. So I definitely uh, applaud you for that. Um, I guess sometimes in life we, we, we have that little voice, don't we? We have that little voice that we pay no attention to. And what I believe, and I don't just believe this is, this, is, this is about leaving an abusive relationship or leaving any relationship. I believe that voice is there for every, anything you're meant to do. If you're meant to start your own business, if you're meant to go for a different job, whatever you're meant to do, that voice is there and we ignore it. But the thing I learned is that it gets, it gets louder. It gets to the point at which you can't ignore it anymore. And it has to be. It has to come out. You have to, you have to listen to it and you have to say, wow, you know, this really scares me because I have no idea. You know, I said them words and then thought, hell, what the hell did I just say? Right. <laughs> but even though I, I thought, hell, what the hell did I just say, there was a calmness within me as if it's going to be okay. And I didn't know how it was going to be okay. Because right then, you know, everything, our money, everything was tied up together. I didn't know how this was going to happen. I just knew that it was all going to be okay. And I have to tell your listeners, it was so much more than okay. My life is so much more than okay. From where I was all them years ago, I couldn't even see the life I currently have. I couldn't see it. If someone had explained to me, this is where you're going to be in 17 years, this is what you're going to be doing, this is how you're going to feel about your life, I'd have said, no way. That's just, there's no way I'm going to ever get there from where I am now. But actually, I think once you start to really get in touch with who you are and you start listening to that divine voice within, which is within all of us, you know, some of us call it a gut feeling it's that intuition. If once that once that starts to lead your life, it it leads you into the most beautiful world that you could ever imagine. Mm. Agreed. I agree. Thank you for that. So when we talk about life and bettering our life and transforming our life. Why, why do we need to give ourselves permission to, to be visible and to dream and to have hope? I think the thing is, once, if you don't, you pinch yourself off. You, pinch, you actually pinch yourself off from all of the good stuff that's meant to flow to you. If you tell yourself, I can't, then you're pinching yourself off from the flow 
of energy that says you can. You're pinching yourself off from the energy that can create the most amazing business, the most amazing life. And I think sometimes we are, as we just said, we defend so much what we have, our current reality, even though it's not what we want, that we pinch ourselves off from the possibilities. So giving yourself permission isn't saying, I know what to do. Giving yourself permission is saying, I don't know what to do, but I know you do. And I'm trusting that. I'm having faith that all the good stuff that I know is there because it's my birthright. I know it's going to come to me. And I'm just going to not think about the rubbish. And I'm not going to doubt any of this, even if I don't get it at first. I'm just going to be open. I'm going to be relaxed. And I'm just going to know that everything that's meant to flow to me, that's good, is going to happen. And I think sometimes the permission bit is really needed because otherwise we just pinch ourselves off from it. Wow. That, that is so true. Um, and I think it kind of goes back to your mindset and that internal work because I know how I grew up, and, and when, you, when a lot of people think about how they grew up, if they didn't grow up in, in an environment that uh, fostered or, you know, encouraged them to dream big and, you know, love yourself and everything else, it's, it's hard to do because you haven't seen it. Um, and I know that was something that I definitely battled with that, you know, I didn't, haven't, didn't see other people that did that or that wasn't for me because I wasn't, you know, raised a certain way or had a certain environment growing up or, or whatever. So for the longest time, I would, like you say, pinch myself off and limit myself because I hadn't seen it done. So I, I love that. Like we have to give ourselves permission to, you know, go ahead and just do it. And I had a guest one time, she said she she writes herself permission slips. And I was like, I know, that's like, that's so, that's interesting. It's, it's really interesting. And I never really realized that the difference between what I thought and what I did was because I gave myself permission to do it. So I mean, I lots of people, that. you know, Lots of people don't give themselves permission to... One of the big bugbears that I used to have was I would never give myself anything I really wanted. I would say, no, it's okay, this will do. Say I wanted something that was really nice. Um, I don't know. Um, new pair of shoes. Let's say a new pair of shoes. I would say, no, 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 they're far too expensive. I can't afford them. These ones will do. They're, they're, they're half the price. They'll do. But actually, in my heart, I wanted the new pair of shoes. And, and by doing that, what you're saying to the universe is these will do. So what you get all the time is these will do. And the minute you say, actually, these won't do, because I, it's not about anything else. It's about I actually desire the others. The other stars are coming. And that's a really 
challenging thing to get your head around. And that's one of the things I found really challenging because I didn't grow up learning all of this. I didn't grow up in in a household that was full of positivities and all the good things that you were saying. I grew up um, in a household where we struggled. We struggled. And you got a job and that was it. And you got married and you had children and that was everything. But that wasn't what I ever thought. Now, I don't know why I thought different, but I did. And, and so, actually, when I got to the point in my life where I thought, I want to create this life for me. And then I want to help other women to create they want, what the life they want for them. Because we're all different and we'll all want different stuff. That was the day that I actually started to allow myself to be the being I was born to be. And until that time, I think I existed, but I don't think I lived. Wow. That's a powerful statement. Um, I love that. I love that. A a lot of times in life we kind of go on autopilot, right? We just do the day-to-day things, and we forget who we are, you know, and allowing ourselves to be. How, How can we take back the control of our life? How can we get the remote control and get off autopilot? I I completely agree with you. Most people spend their life in the default mode. It's the mode I, I lived in for most of my adult life. And I think what I know for sure now is that the minute I got in touch with my feelings was the minute my life started to change. Because, as we've already talked about, everything is a vibration. Our thoughts are vibrations, our feelings are vibrations, our words are vibrations, everything's a vibration. Now, if you try and keep control of the thoughts that you have every day, it's not possible. Because you have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of thoughts each and every day. So what I do and what I help my clients to do is to get in touch with their feelings. So if you're feeling that lucky feeling inside where you just don't feel right and things just feel a bit off, then you're off your path. If you're feeling happy, content, bliss, joy, any of them emotions, then you're on your path. And it's when you're on your path that you start to be at one with the universe, things start to flow to you and things become much more easier. If you have a job and everything feels like an uphill struggle, you need to really think about why that is. Because your job is not meant to be hard work. Your job is not meant to be an uphill struggle. It's supposed to be fun. Life is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be happy. You're supposed to be happy. You weren't born into this world to suffer. You weren't born into this world to doubt yourselves, to be contained and have a contained small life because of the lies that people, you've believed from people. You were born to be happy, to grow, to expand, to be the biggest and the best that you could be. 
and just being easy about your life and taking out all of the drama and the hassle helps you to move along that path much more in flow. Great, great advice. Great advice. And that's so true. I have thoroughly enjoyed speaking with you. But I wanted to, what is something for, you know, one of the listeners, what, if I said, you know, Miss Adele, what's that one step I could do today? What's that one thing I can do today to start transforming my life and, or to get clear? What is the one thing that someone listening can do today? You just said it. Grab a piece of paper, grab a pen. Give yourself permission to have the time to actually fully engage in this and write down all the things that you want to create in your life. Just let yourself go. Don't, don't write and think, oh, I can't do that. Oh, that's never going to happen. Don't do that. Write down everything, anything that you really, really passionately want to do. And if you get to the piece of paper and the pen and you ask the question but nothing's coming, just ask the question. What do I really want to create in my life? Because the first step to creating the life that you want, you said it perfectly, is clarity. You need to be clear about where you want to go, which is where we started this conversation around starting with the end in mind. So get really clear. Start writing the things down. I want to create this. I want to create that. Don't put any things why, because they're they're not needed. I want to create this because then it will. You don't need to do that. All you need to do is you need to focus on what you're feeling inside. I want an amazing house. Don't think, I don't know how I'm going to get it. On my wages, it's never going to happen. Don't, don't think them thoughts. Just put down the pure thoughts that you're thinking. And then allow yourself to sit in that without any of the negativity, without any of the self-chatter that says, yes, yeah, sure, it's never going to happen. Just, just let that go for a minute, because what harm can this do? It can't do any harm. Just sit in that power of looking at that list, what, however long or short it may be, and just soak up, wow, what would it feel like? What would it feel like if I lived in the house? What color would my curtains be, my carpet? Wow, what shape would it be? How many rooms would it have? Really let yourself go to town. I'd like a lovely garden. What would I plant in my garden? I want an amazing car. What kind of car do I want? What color is it? What red do I want? What year do I want it to be? Just really absorb yourself in, in this list. And every day, look at it. And don't look at it and think, yes, yeah, sure, I'm looking at this list, but nothing's happening. Look at it and really allow yourself to be absorbed into the good feelings this is producing within you. And that's the start, because the minute you can start feeling good about any part of your life, even if it's not your current reality, even if it's a daydream, even if it's a dream or desire that you don't know how you're going to create, the minute you start to allow yourself to be absorbed into that, that's when good stuff starts to happen. I love that. And I am, you guys know, um, 
<laughs> if you listen to the show, you know I'm taking notes. I always take notes with my guests because they give such good information. <laughs> Sorry. Um, they give such good information, and I love that you said everyday look at your list. And, you know, with the new year coming in, I think we have like 29 days or something until the new year, you know, people start off really motivated with the vision boards, the journal, um, the list. They start off really motivated and then lose some steam or lose motivation because it's not happening. What would you say to someone that was like, you know, I made a list, I'm looking at it every day, and nothing is happening, and they're they're ready to give up? What would you say to that person? If you take the instance of um, New Year's resolutions, people, lots of people make New Year's resolutions, but they rely on willpower to help them to do it. So I'm going to lose 40 pounds. could be a New Year's resolution. But actually, you're relying on your willpower to not eat the food that you think is going to make you fat or bigger. And so willpower is the only thing that you're engaging to help you to gain a bit of momentum to move this forward. But actually, willpower isn't what you need to be engaging. What you need to be engaging is your subconscious mind. Because your subconscious mind is where all the belief systems that you ever hold in your life are stored. And just like you can have a computer and you can put a disk in, and the disk is a bad program, and it can make your computer go all funny, the subconscious mind can hold beliefs that can actually stop you from moving forward. So what you want to do is you want to put a disk in that actually supports and helps you move further towards your goals. So if you, ha- if you start next year and you think, wow, I've been looking at the list, nothing's happening, something is happening Because every day when you look at that list, if you're feeling better than you were, then actually there's progress. You see, sometimes I think we need to see big things. We think we need to see big things. But actually, moving from this is never going to happen to, oh, my goodness, I spend five minutes every day in bliss, happiest thinking about my lovely house, that's a shift. Because that's five minutes of your day you haven't been in that default mode. You haven't been thinking about all the lack in your life. You haven't been thinking about all the things that aren't, are, are not going right for you. You've been thinking about something, even though it's not created, even though it hasn't materially manifested in your life. You've been thinking about something that actually makes you feel happy. And so that's what you're going to start attracting to you. Now, if you start having happy thoughts about things, then that doesn't mean you're going to attract a house instantly. What you are going to attract, though, is you're going to attract more happiness. And if your life starts to feel happier, more content, there's more joy in your life, then no matter what is happening in your life, your current circumstances can stay the same. But because your perspective has changed, they will all look very different. And so that's where I tell my clients to start. I tell them to start with that feeling, with feeling better. Because just when, just feeling better makes everything different, absolutely everything. Because you're not feeling sad. You're not feeling like, oh, woe is me. 
you're not feeling like there's never going to be any change. You're more upbeat. You're seeing things in a different way. And you think you're not changing, but actually, because you're thinking differently and you're feeling differently, you'll start doing things differently. You'll start taking different actions. And every time you take a different action, something in your life has to change. Hmm. I love that. And those are tips uh, and steps and everything you just gave. um, I'm definitely going to apply more into my life because I notice if I don't focus on feeling good, I can get overwhelmed and frustrated. And that's And you you just get sucked into the drama of life. If you're not feeling happy, if you're not feeling content within yourself, then anybody else's drama that's happening around you, have you ever noticed how you somehow get sucked into it? And you start off feeling okay, but before you know it, you're feeling as as sad or as angry or as, as they are. And so making sure that you cut the drama from your life because it doesn't need to be there. You don't let the ego rule. You come from a place of knowing that it's all okay. You see, I never used to know that everything that happened in life, even the the stuff that didn't feel so great, I didn't know that it was all okay. I thought, oh, this is really bad stuff. But now I think about it so much different and it creates different results in my life. So now even the stuff that doesn't feel like grace is okay because from it I get a gift. Because from it I make a decision of I didn't like that and so I focus on what I do like more than what I don't like. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, ma'am. I love that. And so even, even the stuff that's, that feels not so grand, it, 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 it helps us because it helps us to make a better decision about what we do want because we now know, because of the feelings we've felt, what we don't want. That's really great, great advice, and I thank you so much. And before we close out tonight's, phenomenal show. I know the audience will want to connect with you and find out more about you, and I do believe you have an e-book. So why don't you go ahead and tell the audience how they can connect with you and, you know, whatever information you would like them to have. Great. Um, well, you can you can find my website at com. The um, free ebook that I'd like to give to anybody listening tonight is all around how you can start the process of starting to truly love yourself. And the website you need to go to for that is again www.adelbermarge.com forward slash love yourself. And it's all one word and it's all lowercase. Or you could join me on um, Facebook. And my Facebook page is www.facebook.com forward slash A-A-U-P-P-G-S. Awesome. I will make sure that that information is posted so the audience can connect with you and, and get the ebook and and everything and just 
you know, see what's going on in, in your world. <laughs> One of the things that, um, you know, people need to focus on now is developing a better mindset because you don't want to take the the ugly or bad or whatever from 2017 into 2018. So that's my two cents. Um, Adele, thank you so much for coming on tonight. I know the audience has enjoyed it. I know I have. I have so many, so many notes. And like I said, guys, her information will be posted on Define You Radio's Facebook page. And make sure you connect with her. Definitely get the ebook and just, you know, you have to stay connected to positivity if you want to see what's possible in your life. That's, those are my thoughts. So with that being said, guys, it has been a phenomenal show. I hope you guys have a great month and go into 2018 ready to do some things better. That's what I just yeah, got to focus. <laughs> I just would like to thank you very much for I'm so appreciative of you having me on your show and I would just like to wish all of your listeners a really happy Christmas and an amazing 2018 Yay, thank you Well, kings and queens pens and papers down class is officially over make sure you join us next week or, you know, whenever you listen to it, if you guys just follow the show on Facebook and Google Play and iTunes, you'll know when we're going to be on and what we're doing. So with that being said, have a great week, and remember only you can define you. Thanks for listening to Define You Radio. Class is in session. Connect with the show at www.defineuradio.com. Pins and papers down. Class is over.